Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Summer driving season coming up, the big Memorial Day weekend, and here we go, boats, campers out there, plus road construction all over the state of Minnesota, and we thought it would be a great time to visit with uh, our friend Mike Hansen, the director of the Office of Traffic Safety with the Minnesota Department of Public Safety, a longtime trooper, and Mike's been on the job at uh, the Office of Traffic Safety for a number of years now. Mike, good to visit with you. I hope all is well. All is very well, and thanks again, Steve, for the opportunity to visit with you and your listeners today. Yeah, and here we are, uh, summer driving season, road construction, a lot going on there. And by the way, if you want to talk uh, to Mike about rules of the road, uh, by all means, call. He has dedicated his career uh, to public safety, and uh, once again, the number is 651-461-9226, First, the biggie, road construction. The old joke, there's two seasons, winter and road construction, and here we are, some major projects in the metro and all over the state. we got to remember the rules. we got to slow down, abide by uh, the speed limits, and protect those workers. No, that, that's a, a great way to start off the conversation today, Steve, because you're right. There are a lot of really big projects taking place all across Minnesota this year. And another way to look at it is we're just seeing the very beginning of what's going to be a very active number of years of road construction taking place in Minnesota. With the passage of the Infrastructure Bill and the New Transportation uh, Act, um, there's going to be a lot more available funding for these major projects to take place. And so um, now is the time to really focus on making those good, smart decisions when we're transiting through those work zones. Slow down. You know, that's the first thing that we should always be doing as we're going through. Work zones are always complicated. They're always changing. They're always dynamic. And uh, it really does take all of our attention. And we need all of the time and space that we can get in the event that something unexpected does take place Um, and, and very well may take place in a work zone Um, and you know it's all about the safety of those folks who are out there doing their very best to maintain and improve our roads and giving them a safe environment to work in nobody wants to be the one that's responsible for injuring or killing a worker at roadside and so again we need to slow down we need to pay attention uh, and make sure that we're doing everything that we can to keep that zone safe for everybody and the legislature has passed laws uh, to enforce those rules and the lower speed limits, fines double in those work zones. In, in some cases, they do double. In some cases, the minimum fine is $300. Wow. Um, you know, the, the consequences, you know, not only if you're, you know, apprehended doing something wrong, but, you know, again, remember the, the goal of all of that legislation and all of the extra enforcement that takes place out there is to keep that work zone safe. Um, and, again, for the, those workers that are trying to get the work done, but also for everybody that has to transit through that work zone. 
Mike Hansen, Director of the Office of Traffic Safety here in the state of Minnesota, is joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Our number, by the way, is 651-461-9226. That is good for a call or text on the program. Uh, Summer driving season, uh, boats, campers, uh, trailers of all types are out on the road. And uh, once again, you need to make sure that that equipment is properly maintained, that the lights are working. Uh, if it's equipped with trailer brakes, that those are working properly and that uh, uh, the, the safety chains are in place. That is a big deal, isn't it, Mike? You bet. That A little bit of maintenance, uh, you know, the old saying, you know, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Um, and that is really uh, true, especially when it comes to our trailers that, you know, they, they've been sitting for six months. And, uh, you know, you mentioned some of that basic safety equipment, the lights, the brakes, you know, the securement, make sure that all of that is in good shape. You know, thinking back to my days on the road, you know, the two most common uh, things that affected trailers out there was, A, the bearings on the trailer, they need regular service, and the tires on the trailer. Um, They get weather checked, they get weather worn, and um, it really uh, goes a long way toward having a safe and uneventful trip towing your trailer of whatever kind uh, that it is if you take a few minutes just to make sure not only the safety equipment is there, but a basic inspection and regular maintenance of those things. And then I just add to to that um, load securement. You know, we see every summer something flies out of uh, some kind of a trailer or out of a boat or something like that, and it leads to, you know, what can be really serious mishaps on the road. So make sure whatever the trailer is hauling is uh, safely contained and safely restrained in the trailer. Yeah, and, and state law says that, that, that loads need to be secured. And that's just not for over-the-road truckers or commercial drivers. That's for everyone hauling a load that does need to be secured. Yep, uh, that's a great point. Um, again, it's it's our, all of our responsibility to make sure that, you know, when we are pulling that trailer, that we have done everything that we can to make sure that it is a safe vehicle to be on the road and the cargo is safe. Yeah, and uh, some of these trailers, particularly rental trailers, uh, they they have posted speed limits. It, it's It's important to... And whether we talk uh, in, in the fall or the winter, the spring, or, or in the summer, excessive speed is a big deal. And uh, since the start of the pandemic, it seems like it's been a reoccurring theme. People are just driving way too fast. Uh, you're exactly right. And speed continues to be the number one killer on Minnesota roads right now. Um, it, 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 you know, we've, we've always had a historic speeding problem not only in Minnesota, but across the country. But as you rightly uh, mentioned, at the start of the pandemic, things just all of a sudden went completely off off the tracks. And, um, you know, the speed and the excessive speed and the extreme speeds, you know, I talked to the troopers, the officers and the deputies, and they're still regularly, regularly, sometimes several times in a shift, encountering people driving more than 100 miles an hour. And it's not just on the freeways. It's, it's on some of our major arterials and some of our side streets and back roads where people are going at those extreme speeds. And so we're working very hard not only to educate Minnesota drivers about why it's important to reduce that speed, give yourself the time and distance that you need, um, and, you know, quite honestly, stay within the, the design parameters of the vehicle you're driving. 
it's designed to protect you, but if you bring enough speed and enough energy into a crash, no safety system is going to protect you, and the outcome is going to be horrific. Yeah, and one of the things we we have discussed, uh, we, we mentioned road construction season. Things have come a long way when it comes to road construction uh, and, and understanding how traffic moves, safety measures in place, uh, cable barriers between divided highways. Uh, those are being installed not only here in the metro area but all over the state. But uh, distracted drivers, excessive speed, there, there's not much. All these safety features built into the roadways or the vehicles can do to protect when, when you're driving 90 miles an hour. That's exactly right. Um, you know, I, my uh, engineering partners, uh, you know, they, they have done just wonderful things. You mentioned cable median barriers. Every place that had been installed, they have virtually eliminated wrong way head-on crashes and the fatalities that almost always accompanied those high-speed wrecks that took place. And, you know, roundabouts. Um, you know, I, I hear both sides of the story on roundabouts, but the fact is roundabouts are a safety feature. Uh, the crash rate may actually go up a little bit in some cases, but the severity rate goes down by 70 to 80 percent when you don't have those right angle uh, crashes anymore. And, you know, so, yeah, there's a lot of people from a lot of different disciplines that are working to keep our roads safe. Um, but really, the, the key component to this is the driver of the vehicles that are using these systems. And that's that's what we need to focus our education and our outreach on. And that, that's what we're really trying hard to do right now. Mike Hansen is joining us, Director of the Office of Traffic Safety here in the state of Minnesota, and is joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Uh, we are going to take a break. We'll come back with much more. By the way, if you have a question, rules of the road, uh, by all means, give us a call, 651-461-9226, or send a text, same number, 651-461-9226. Mike will be with us through the uh, bottom of the hour, 3.30, here at News Talk, E3O-WCCO. Rules of the Road, Mike Hansen joining us, Director of the Office of Traffic Safety here in the state of Minnesota, a longtime state trooper. Good enough to join us. He's here for another 10 minutes. Uh, plenty of time to send a text if you have a question about the Rules of the Road, 651-461-9226. Uh, from the text line, I, I think this is a good one. Sometimes it's hard to keep up with cars in uh, the high-speed lane, and... I know you shouldn't hold up traffic. Uh, what do you recommend? I know I know there's a speed limit and then traffic out in that left lane, say two lanes going in one direction. What does the law say? What should motorists do? Well, the, a good rule of thumb to follow, and, and this is you know basically what the law also requires, is that slower traffic should keep to the right. Um, you know, the, the left lane or the far left lane in a multi-lane situation, that's typically a passing lane uh, for vehicles that are moving faster. Now, certainly, you know, the speed limit is something that, that we, we ask and expect everybody to adhere to. But we also understand that, you know, there are occasions where, you know, some of the traffic may be moving a little bit faster than that posted limit. So, again, uh, the, the rule of thumb in the law requires slower traffic to stay to the right. Um, and you know, the, the way to think about it is traffic always moves best, most efficiently, and most importantly, safest when it, the, the flow is very smooth, when everybody is at or near about the same speed. 
And, and that's part of the methodology that's used to determine what a speed limit is in a particular uh, roadway type. So, you know, either the, the real slow or the real fast vehicles that interrupt that smooth flow, that causes disruption in the system. And that's when we typically uh, find that mishaps, crashes, and, and things like that occur. So, um, again, it's, it's a courtesy thing, but it's also a legal thing uh, to make sure that, that uh, you're only using that left lane for passing. Yeah, and Mike, uh, motorists uh, should not take the law into their own hands and and feel like they need to enforce the speed limit by staying out in that left lane and, and driving 55 or 60 miles an hour, whatever the post it is. Uh, that, that is not the attention. Law enforcement does not want that. That is exactly right. And, you know, we just – there's enough – uh, aggressive driving taking place out there now and enough road rage incidents out there that, that our law enforcement partners quite honestly can't even keep up with some of this stuff and so again everything that we can do to mitigate and eliminate uh, those types of situations we should um, it, it's it's you're right you know we don't need to take the law into our own hands if somebody is driving in such an unsafe manner that you fear that they or somebody else is going to be hurt or killed, then you pick up the phone and call 911. There is an exception in the, the cell phone uh, hands-free law for that, um, and then law enforcement will try and respond and try and interdict uh, that that uh, unsafe driver to the best of their ability uh, if they are in the area and, and can do that. Mike Hanson joining us, Director of the Office of Traffic Safety here in the state of Minnesota, good enough to join us. Uh, speaking of the hands-free law, uh, I would assume by now there is enough data. Is it paying dividends, this hands-free law? Are, are, are we seeing positive results? You know, that's a great question. And, and the good news is, Steve, it, yes, we are seeing a difference in Minnesota. Our distraction-attributed crashes, uh, meaning the law enforcement officers investigating these crashes, and uh, those numbers are going down. Our, our distraction-attributed fatalities are, have gone down now two years in a row. And so that tells me that the passage of the hands-free law in 2018 is making a difference. I think we also have a ways to go. And anybody who spends any time on the road at all still can look around and find people who have that phone in their hand. And it's a good reminder. The hands-free law means that, hands-free. The only way that you can interact with that electronic communication device is with voice activation or single-touch activation. It can't be in your hand. It should be in a holder or something like that. And we always uh, encourage everybody. There are very, very few communications that are so critical uh, that it can't wait until you get to your destination or you get to a place where you're not a part of traffic. Uh, you can pull off in a parking lot or a rest area or something like that, take care of whatever business you have to get t- taken care of, and then get back on the road. And then, uh, you know, as long as we're on the topic of distraction, remember that distraction takes many different forms. Electronic devices certainly are the most common, um, but that cheeseburger, applying makeup, brushing your teeth, uh, even the dog on, on the lap. I mean, all of those things um, are covered by various aspects of the traffic code if it interferes with your ability to safely drive the car. And so, again, our, our traffic levels are back to pre-pandemic levels, even in some cases higher than pre-pandemic levels, even in, with gas you know, being as expensive as it is. So, you know, congestion is back, and roads are just more crowded, and that 
takes all of our attention. And so we need to pay attention to what's going on around us. Traditionally, that uh, stretch between Memorial Day weekend and Labor Day weekend can be a very dangerous time on the road. Do the stats bear that out, that that, that uh, the summer, uh, traditionally Memorial Day to Labor Day, is it a very dangerous time on our roads? Yes, it is. That We refer to that as the 100 busiest days or the 100 most traveled days on Minnesota roadways. You know, we have a relatively short summer season you know, June, July, and August. And a lot of activities takes place uh, during that time period, and a lot of folks hit the road. And um, as a result, you know, there's just a lot more opportunity for crashes to occur. And the other thing, the summer months, the road conditions are good. That allows speed to creep up. And, you know, as we've been talking about, Steve, speed is the one thing that makes every other mistake or error worse. And remember, you can be the best driver in, in the world, uh, but if somebody else makes a mistake, you need to have the time and space to react to that. And that means driving the speed limit or driving according to the traffic conditions. Well, Mike, uh, always good to visit with you. Um, I, I would assume with construction season, we bring this up from time to time, and, and with those, those busy stretches, uh, law enforcement, will be in full force state patrol uh sheriff uh, local law enforcement they will be out enforcing the laws oh yeah they they, they will be out in the work zones uh, keeping the workers safe and keeping the travelers safe and you know as we're coming up on uh the memorial day weekend this is our traditional kickoff to the summer uh safe driving season and it's also corresponds with our click it or ticket campaign which is focusing on seatbelt and occupant restraint violations. And so uh, starting uh, next week, we will have uh, not only extra state troopers, but over 300 law enforcement agencies across the state will be out through the Memorial Day weekend looking for those unbelted motorists and taking the appropriate action. Um, Again, you know, over 92% of Minnesotans wear that seatbelt all the time, but yet that 7.5% or so that don't, are involved in a third of our fatalities. It takes two seconds to put that belt on. Get in the habit every trip, every seat, every time. The car doesn't go in gear until everybody's buckled up. If we can do that, we can make a tremendous difference for safety on Minnesota roads. I had a couple of doctors tell me I had a, uh, hit a scattered slippery spot on 694 and went head on into a concrete wall on 694 just east of Boone Avenue in Brooklyn Park. A couple of doctors said, without the airbag and seatbelt, you probably aren't here, Steve. So airbags and seatbelts work. That's a great point. And remember, that airbag won't do what it needs to do if you don't have your seatbelt on. Every safety system designed into our modern uh, automobile is dependent on that seatbelt being used all the time. And so that's it starts and ends with that seatbelt. So that's a great point, and I'm glad you're okay. Yeah, it saved my life. There's no doubt. I was able to, I was able to limp away uh, from that wreck, which is pretty yep. extraordinary. Uh, Mike, yep. always good to visit with you. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.